Hello, I'm Dave. And I'm Rob. And welcome to episode 5 of The List Makers, where today's topic is top 5 Earth-based stories. The List Makers is our monthly mini-podcast from the Doctor Who show, where we take a top 5 topic, each list our picks, and discuss them. There are no hard and fast rules, it is all about the chat. Yes. Welcome back for our fifth episode and our topic, which could be taken in a number of ways. Rob, you're going to make your list. I'm going to make my list. We're not going to interrupt each other too much, and then we're going to chat about what we found all in 20 minutes. Don't forget, listeners, if you have a topic you want to go into Turlate's Hat of Rassilon, tweet it to us, email it to us, and it might just be pulled out next time. Rob, mm. how are you? Dave, very, very well. And and you keep saying this can be interpreted in different ways. I feel really dumb. I, I've interpreted it just straight down the line. These are, <laughs> these are Earth-based stories I have chosen. So, so if you... Actually, no, I'm not going to ask any questions. Let's, let's find out what you've done by watching you make your list. So, Rob, go ahead. Your top five. All right. Going in at number five, Dave, I've picked The Demons. This is one of my all-time favorite stories, and it's had a recent reappraisal. After that Pertwee Blu-ray set came out. Uh, and i got to say, stuff like that always surprises me. You know, the story's been around for decades. It's been on VHS, it's been on DVD, then it goes out on Blu-ray and suddenly people are like, oh, this is amazing. And I think, where have you been? You know, not only is this Earth-based, but it's an English village and Doctor Who works so well there, even though relatively we don't go to many English villages in Doctor Who, which is quite interesting. Um, but especially in the context of the 70s and 80s, I think English villages work because although... Nowadays, we have more technology and, and villages don't seem as remote and cut off from the world as they used to be back in the 70s and 80s even. A village, oh, this is a scary place to be, you know. If the phone line goes down, there's no communication and so on. But anyway, putting that aside, the demons itself is a great story. The Master, Azal, Joe and the Doctor, Bessie, Unit, Peak Unit. It's just great. It is. Moving on to number four. I've picked The Horror of Fang Rock. This is another story where the setting plays to the show's strengths and indeed, you know, the BBC staging and costuming departments. Everyone looks great. The performances are wonderful. Being cooped up in a lighthouse with people being bumped off. It's all pretty tense stuff. If you've got to be on Earth with an alien running around bumping people off, uh, the lighthouse is not where you want to be if you're a character in the story. Conversely, if you're a viewer, it's absolutely where you want it to all go down because it's very, very exciting to be in that confined space. So, Horror of Fang Rock for me. I think that'll be a popular pick. Uh, okay, that could be a clue. Uh, moving on to number three, and I've mentioned this in a past episode, it's Remembrance of the Daleks. Not only is this one of the best 80s stories, which is, I think, where it popped up in a previous episode... Not only is it one of the best classic series stories, I think it's one of the best Earth stories across classic and modern Doctor Who. And I sometimes wonder whether I oversell this or whether I'm seeing it slightly differently to a kid who might have just seen it last week. You know, maybe being 13 in 1988 and getting this smart, tough Doctor Who just hit me in the right spot at the right time and I, I find it hard to see it in any other light. But really, I think it's marvellous and, and the earth setting and tying it into the junkyard of an unearthly child is is done so much better than those strange junkyard scenes we get somewhat pointlessly in Attack of the Cybermen. <laughs> it's, yeah. it's just really good. It's great. I could go on about it a lot, but I'll keep moving. And I'm going to go on to number two, The Talons of Wang Chiang. 
Now, this is increasingly becoming a story whose name you can't mention because of an aspect of it. But the story to me is so much more. It's it's the setting. It's Tom's costume. It's Leela doing some amazing stuff. It's Lightfoot and Jago. I mean, Lightfoot and bloody Jago, Dave. Come on. <laughs> it's it's Magnus Greel. It's a giant rat. But people basically write it off, Dave. You know, they, they write it off. 140 characters on Twitter, job done. Instead of having a more nuanced conversation about what is a much bigger, more important topic... And that, that just does my head in. I think the, the beating it gets is, is quite severe these days. I think it's a wonderful story. There's so much to it. Yeah, look, I enjoy it too. But your number one Earth-based story, Rob? My number one story, Dave, I'm going with Blink. How can I not have this? I mean, it's it's one of the great stories of all time. And it's set on Earth. It's an absolute no-brainer. What can I actually say that hasn't been said a million times before? Probably not much. We all know it. We all love it. Um, the end. <laughs> Very succinct. <laughs> Thank you. I like that. Uh, so, Rob, you've really taken this topic and made it stories with really good settings on Earth, haven't you? Oh, absolutely. Yes. Whether it's a country village or a, um, you know, the, the lighthouse or... <laughs> Victorian London. Victorian London. 1960s London, you know. So I've interpreted it a different way. Okay. This is where it gets interesting, I guess. This is where it gets interesting. We'll talk about this this difference... In a moment, because I've taken it as top 10 stories about Earth. Oh, okay. So we have no snaps, which doesn't surprise me, given we've gone in a very different direction. But I will give you my list and then we can have our chat. Uh, On this occasion, I haven't done this for a couple of episodes, but on this one I am cheating and going out to six. Okay. Uh, Number six, I have got The End of the World. (laughs) Right. I understand now, yep. Um, Because... This is an example of, although it's not on Earth, it's all about Earth. It's all about humanity, and it's also a really good adventure story. It's the perfect second story. It's the one that says that the new series, even when it goes off the planet Earth, will still be about Earth. And it looks lovely, and and I think it's just a lovely little uh, second story for the Ninth Doctor. Number five, I went with The Curse of Fenric. Because this is all about our relationship with the Earth. It's all about polluting the Earth. It's all about the future of the Earth. It's all about how we interact with it. Apart from which, it's a cracking good story that looks good Mm -hmm. and is exciting. So, Curse of Fenric at number five. Number four, similar theme, but done in a different way. I've gone back to the Pertwee era, and I have picked The Green Death. Yeah, okay. Another cracking story, another really good adventure... Joe gets a great finale. The Brigadier gets some great moments. Pert was in good form. The boss is a great villain. It's the one with the giant maggots. And again, it's the one that talks about our relationship with the planet Earth and the dangers of the planet Earth if we mistreat it and what happens when the planet Earth goes wrong. So I thought the Green Death was a very obvious one to go onto my list. It doesn't drag either, that one. No, it doesn't. It just it flips up. First, we're at Global Chemicals. Then we're down the mine. Then we're back above it. And then the Doctor's in with Boss. And then yeah. they're blowing up. Yeah, there's so much that goes on. I think it's a great six-parter. I really, yeah, really like it. Real good. Perhaps my most uh, from left field, pardon the pun, <laughs> story at number three on this list. And I uh, pardon that pun because it is turn left. Great one. This is a story that I think is a really good piece of drama. It's Russell Davies showing the slightly darker and more cynical writer that he would go that he would go on to become in a lot of his later post who work yeah. and it works really well for him here 
But it's also a story that looks at what happens to the Earth if the Doctor's not there and shows some of the crueler and more unpleasant things that can happen in our planet um, and, and amongst humanity when we when we turn on each other without the influence of the Doctor there to save us. So I love the story as it stands, but I also thought it was a very appropriate one to make this list. Very alternate Earth, and it's made me wonder if what your number one's going to be now. I, I have a thought. My number two mm-hmm. is The Stolen Earth. <laughs> Clever, yeah. <laughs> because again, how is this one not about the planet Earth? And again, I think it's just a cracking story. It's the one where the RTD era comes together. You've got the best of Torchwood, the best of the Sarah Jane Adventures, the best of the RTD era. You've got Liz Sladen, Davros, yeah. done so well, lots of cool Daleks, amazing special effects, a big cliffhanger. And, and, and it's one where the Earth is invaded and actually feels like the Earth is invaded where we go to other parts of the planet, we see other parts of the planet, we get Dalek speaking German. I yes. think this is a really, yes. really appropriate number two. Um, Rob, you've spoiled it. You picked my number one. It <laughs> How do you is, know? Of course, it is, of course, Inferno. Yes, I did pick it. <laughs> hey! <laughs> um, what more do you need here with the literal destruction of the planet Earth? You have a whole alternate planet Earth. You have the fate of the real planet Earth in the balance. We have a whole commentary on how we as humanity deal and treat our planet and the consequences if we don't. But apart from that, it's one of the best stories of the whole of Doctor Who. It's an amazing adventure. Pertwee's great. Everybody loves to see regular cast in any story being evil, evil duplicates and doubles of themselves. But a story that the final cliffhanger is literally the end of the world done yes. with the full dramatic tension that Douglas Camfield and his team can deliver. That is my number one. I'm very happy with that. Number one, Rob, we had no snaps. We went in different directions. Yeah. What's your reaction to all that? I'm I'm really fascinated with the direction you went in. It, it seems so... Obvious doesn't sound quite right, but it, it is almost obvious when I think in that direction. I think, oh, yeah, they're the obvious stories to pick. But my brain was not going there at all. <laughs> my, my brain no. was more locations and things. And and when, when I sort of worked out where you were going, yours is a really lovely and awesome pick. You know, the demons, Fang Rock, Talons, Blink, they all conjure up images of a part of the earth. And they all conjure up and really make use of that earthbound nature of their stories. So I don't think any's you know better or more valid. They're really interesting, different takes. And the one that neither of us did to be Trixie was Mysterious Planet. No, well, that's because it's not that great. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I, I, I say that partly to get the, I say that partly to get the laugh. I do have a fondness for Mysterious Planet. I actually quite enjoy Mysterious Planet, but uh, it's it's not the demons and it's not Blink. Oh, no, but I think just to, to slip it onto the list as a, as a tricksy sort of thing I might have been fun. I'm surprised neither of us did it, actually. No, I actually it's didn't like think a... of it, so that's that's, that's quite funny. <laughs> uh, interesting point. I was doing a bit of a tally of which Doctors our stories came from, yes. and two were comfortably ahead. The first one, obviously, with three picks was Pertwee, mm-hmm. and given he had a lot of Earthbound stories and he's known as the Earthbound Doctor, that's not a surprise. And the other one with three picks was Tennant. Yeah, okay. I suspect, and I'll get your thoughts, Rob, a reflection that although Tennant wasn't exiled to Earth in the way that Pertwee was, his era is very, very much rooted 
in in Earth. Oh, absolutely. The the whole sort of kitchen sink drama and, you know, having having Mickey and Rose's mum and uh, I, I then guess uh, Martha's family and mm. uh, Torchwood itself and Sarah Jane and her crew. And, yeah, all very rooted on Earth. Absolutely. And and all the stories we've, we've picked, I, I think particularly my two, Turn Left and Stolen Earth, but also Blinking Away, only work as well as they do because we are, as an audience, so rooted into those characters and those setups so that what happens in turn left is more gut-wrenching because we've seen these people before and we know who they are yeah yo absolutely and 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 even something as simple as filming on earth is so much easier than making something like an alien planet that that adds to it as well you know if you film tenant walking down a street uh on earth it looks like it should. <laughs> if you film Tenant walking down the street and you put a green screen in the background and then do some weird alien stuff in the background, people will say, mm, I'm not so sure about that. It might end up on our um, top five uh, bad special effects <laughs> episode uh, that we did, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Um, look, a couple that I came very close to putting on, uh, the Dalek Invasion of Earth was one I was very tempted to put on because look, you know it's a favourite story of mine. It is, again, about the whole Earth. I mean, it has Earth mm. in the title there. Um, but I couldn't quite justify it as meeting my criteria. I also considered very closely putting the Ark on because that is about the end of the planet Earth. But in the end, I decided it's more about humanity than it is about the planet. Yeah, it's more about the people than the planet because they're all in that uh, filing cabinet. <laughs> well, that's right. They are. They're, they're miniaturised filing cabinet. And and I guess Praxis is one that now I think about it would thematically have made my list as well that maybe didn't cross my mind. Yeah. Yeah, that could have, actually. Of, of those, Dalek Invasion of Earth was on my short list. Yeah, right, right. It's, it's interesting. I think that neither of us really went down the alien invasion path as much as we perhaps could have because there are ah. a number of stories that do use that setting of, you know, the Yeti on the Lewin Tutenbeck and also that thing of a whole planet being invaded. I, I know that the invasion crossed my mind because that one, we do go to Russia and we do actually get the sense of it's not just London being invaded, it is the whole world. Or Spearhead from Space or something like that? Yes, yeah, Spearhead from Space. Um, the one thing that I didn't do because it, it just seems like such a cheat looking back now mm-hmm. is that idea of the whole planet's been invaded and we know it by changing channels <laughs> right yes um whilst that's a very clever and cheap way to do the whole world's been invaded it was done just a little bit too often i think for me and i now kind of look at it as being a little bit lame and a little bit tryhard. yeah yeah, that's a that's a real RTD thing in Doctor Who, isn't it? Now that I think about it, how many mm. times did he did he do that? And he often had the same lady playing a news anchor. Now that I think of it, yeah, that's true. That's true. And that and it wasn't Alex Alistair Fergus from the Passing Parade on BBC Three. I wish it had been. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, Dave, we've gone in such different directions here. It's it's really curious. I I enjoyed when you got onto the alternative Earth of Turn Left. And then a, a twig that, oh, you've got to do Inferno now. If you're doing Turn Left, you, you <laughs> must do Inferno. I thought, that's that's very clever, because they did not cross my mind at all. And that's... Um, I'm kind of kicking myself now, because Inferno is a pretty good story. <laughs> Inferno is a bloody good story. <laughs> yeah, I was underselling it a bit. 
Yeah, <laughs> and, and that's the thing. I was trying to sort of get those stories that are both you know real classics, but also I think made use of the Earth environment. And it's interesting that there are so many when, if you asked me what it is that I love about Doctor Who, very, very quickly I would start to talk about alien worlds and monsters and spaceships and all those things we talk about in our monthly chat. Mm. But, you know, we've just listed 11 very, 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 very good stories set on Earth. And a lot of my favourites, when I think about it, are set on Earth. Yeah. Although, of course, you know, because it's Doctor Who and we don't do pure historicals anymore, uh, there are alien threats in all these. That's true. That is actually true. So you sort of get the best of both worlds. Uh, You get realistic scenery because it's hey it's earth uh but you also still get the 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 alienness uh as well so uh, to me it's 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 kind of best of both worlds and i know recent series of the show um is that whittaker's first series is mostly earth-based in fact was it almost no it wasn't all earth-based but it was pretty close wasn't it no that's true that's true and 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 you're right sometimes it's the contrast of azal you know English village church but Blink is the one that you picked and it's your number one so let's let's have a quick chat about it Please. Bl- Blink is the one that really doubles down on that because yes you have an alien in incredibly familiar London yes but the alien looks like familiar London yeah actually and that's and that's a very Doctor Who thing to take the the everyday this we're going back 40 50 years now to take the everyday and somehow give it that little twist like troll dolls becoming alive you know in terror yep. of the autons or something like that but setting web of fear in the london underground yeah yeah exactly and it's interesting too that it's it's a dr light script as well and yet it's making my number one here so is turn left you're quite right that's interesting as and, well. And, and arguably, The Stolen Earth, the first half of that's very Dr. Light. He doesn't get to the action until part two of that story. <laughs> this was not deliberate in any way, but that is absolutely right for both yours yours and my lists. Interesting. Yeah. But we're running up on our 20 minutes. Oh, gosh, that comes up so quickly. <laughs> it does. It does. So, look, again, a reminder, if you have a topic for our hat of Rassilon that we have borrowed from Tello. Please, please do send it in. We've got plenty of picks in here, but we're always looking for more. And, and, and you know, some picks from the audience that maybe we would never have thought of and might surprise us are always yes. good. But I am picking our topic for the next episode, and it is yes. top five yes. cliffhangers. Ah, ha, ha, ha. Oh, gosh. That's a good one. All right, I've got one. That's a hard one. I've got two. I've got okay. It's going to be a long list. <laughs> that's going to take some. Uh, that's going to take some uh, narrowing down. I think. Yes, a show built around cliffhangers that's over fifty years old. <laughs> what are our top five? <laughs> yes, but we will be discussing that next month on the list makers. But until then, I've been Dave, and I've been Rob, and we'll make some more lists soon. Bye now. Bye. Bye.